It's time to play every hockey fan's favorite game show. Just discipline them! I can't wait for this show. I've had my tickets reserved for three years. I spent my dad's whole retirement savings on tickets for this. We're going to give contestants dangerous scenarios from this past week in the NHL, and they're going to tell us how the players should be disciplined. Please welcome our three contestants. First is Fub Buff, a part-time supervisor of the Penguins exhibit at the Ripley's Aquarium and lifelong Bruins fan. Hey, it's great to be here. We also got Tennessee, New Mexico, an online yoga instructor and a diehard member of Hashtag Leafs Nation. Namaste. Our last contestant is 112-year-old Tarmac Maktar, a full-time carpenter and wedding dress fitter on the weekends. He was also the first ever fan of the Kansas City Scouts. Thanks for having me. Fub, let's start with you. What should the Capitals forward Tom Wilson's consequence be for his headshot on Bruins defenseman Brandon Carlo? Looks like a clean hit to me. Play on, fellas. Well, he should be expelled from the league and banned from ever watching any hockey games again. As a matter of fact, he should have all of his damn assets frozen and be forced to live on the street. Okay, on to you, Tennessee, New Mexico. Tell us what punishment you think Brett Pesci should receive for his intentional slew foot on Detroit's Robbie Fabry. Well, I don't think there should be a punishment. His slew foot is a clear indication of suppressed frustration, fear, and anger. My subscription-based yoga classes would surely fix his internal issues. Only a $90 annual fee. Hey, Jesus, promoting yourself! Answer the question, let's go, my dog's in the car! And finally, Tarmac. How should the league discipline Connor Murphy for his headshot on Tampa's Eric Chernak? Is that his eyeball on the ice? I think it's his cowper's gland. Back in the inaugural 1917 NHL season, the league would have... Oh, it's press box chatter in 10 minutes or less. Oh, it's press box chatter with Rhino and the Birdman. The biggest stories from the It's been reported that a few NHL players have begun receiving COVID-19 vaccines. There's no system in place just yet, so teams can't secure the vaccine for their staff and players. Those who have received the vaccine have simply done so because their city has made it readily available. There were no such issues for San Jose's Patrick Marlowe, Toronto's Joe Thornton, and Capitals' Zdeno Chara, who received their vaccines at public clinics for people over the age of 80. Brent Seabrook, who's been out since December of 2019 due to a hip injury, announced his retirement from the NHL last week. His body was telling him, I'm not going to do it anymore. So at the age of 35, he decided it was time to hang up the skates. I didn't retire when Messier stepped on the back of my knee in the 94 Cup Finals. Tore my lower leg right off the bow. Finally! Looked like a scene right out of The Walking Dead. I still finished the game plus three. Sanderson, you can't get back out there. You only have one and a half legs, for Christ's sake. Doesn't matter to me, coach. That waitress from Outback Steakhouse is here. I gotta make some sort of impression. Matt Duchesne is out. Who? Um, Matt Duchesne. Remember him? He's the reason they added an offside review. 
He's out three to five weeks with a lower body injury. Obviously, Duchesne is not too happy with the news, but the Predators players? They don't seem to mind at all. Duchesne, who will be paid $8 million a year for the next five seasons, was expected to be one of their top scorers, but has just 8 points in 22 games this year. Apparently, he's more focused on producing Green Day songs on his electric guitar in the dressing room rather than producing on the ice. When I bought this, I found uh, a book that shows you how to play Green Day's new CD. Oh my god, it's rocket science. Capitals forward Tom Wilson received a seven-game suspension, which he did not appeal, for boarding Boston's Brandon Carlo. There was no penalty on the play, and the Bruins defenseman ended up in the hospital. This is Wilson's fifth suspension since entering the league in 2013. The NHL Department of Safety is starting to get pretty fed up and said that next time a situation like this occurs, rather than suspending or fining him, they'll tie Wilson to a chair and make him watch a TikTok video loop of teammates Alex Ovechkin and Nicholas Backstrom perform dirty dancing while wearing only helmets and hockey socks. My eyes! Ah! The pain! These interviews are made Ideally, we had planned to have Oprah Winfrey sit down with our guest this week, but she had already scheduled an interview with Harry and Meghan, so we had to resort to ourselves. We're here with former NHL referee Carrie Frazier. Carrie, Sam and I are extremely concerned over the way referees are calling games this year. They miss high stick calls. They call slashing when it's boarding, tripping when it's unsportsmanlike, and worst of all, their calls are costly on the scoreboard. What do you think referees need to do to improve? You have to move your feet. Not always possible, but you have to move your feet. You got to see the play in advance like Gretzky, like Lemieux did. You got to move your feet too. So how exactly did you get your start as a referee? I'm sure the NHL must have a pretty like rigid recruitment process for all referees. I mean, after all, it is a, it's a professional league. I refereed 10 minutes of a men's intermediate hockey game. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Two days later, I'm in Toronto with the NHL officials. Wow, uh, pretty loose guidelines you got there. What's the best piece of advice you've ever given to a referee after he's made a bad call? I gave him the stink eye. I said, I'm going to cut your throat. You're going to f***ing die. Holy Toledo. Ryan, remind me to never become a referee, okay? But what if I want your throat? Oh, never mind, never mind. You're a good friend, Rhino. Hey, Dare Bear. I hope it's cool that I call you that. Don't really care if it's not. Look, you're coming into a pretty fragile situation here in Calgary. The Flames are desperate to make the playoffs. How are you going to make it happen? Regular season doesn't mean screw all to me. Oh, weird that they would hire you if that's what you really believe. Um, how'd you react when you got the news? How'd I react? Just like normal. All right, man, you're, you're really not giving us much to work with here. Couldn't, could you at least tell us like how your day's going or something? It's not been a good day. I lost my glasses early this morning and I had to go buy a pair of $79 reading glasses today. For this next segment, Ryan and I chose to gather a few recent quotes from an NHL GM and an NHL head coach and throw them in Google Translate and see what comes out. Take a listen. There are three things Vancouver Canucks GM Jim Benning hates more than anything in this world. Smiling, ties, and the Vancouver Canucks. When asked about the Canucks' early struggles, in his press conference on Saturday, Benning listed every excuse he could to shift the blame to anyone else but himself. Here's what he had to say. 
We had the week training camp, uh, no exhibition games, and then we started the games. Part of our problems early on were we played 16 games in 25 nights, and in those 25 nights, we had two practices in 19 days. Now here's what he said translated from English to Japanese to Scots Gaelic to Hebrew to Serbian to Yiddish to Chinese to Russian and then back to English. This is a weekly training camp. There is no demonstration game here. That's when I started the game. The first tasks included 16 games of 25 nights and two games of 25 nights. Use 19 days. Now, when asked about the hopes of making the playoffs, Benning said, We live day to day. I think in two years time, we're going to be real competitive and have a chance to compete for the cup. Now, here's what he said, translated from English to Macedonian to Norwegian to Filipino to Maltese, Slovak, Ukrainian, Armenian, Danish, and back to English. Live day by day. Muslims cover two products. Both participate in competitions. Have a chance to get out of the cup. An entire country lost their hockey dad last week with the passing of Walter Gretzky, who built the backyard rink in Brantford, Ontario that put Wayne Gretzky on his path to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Walter Gretzky was the polar opposite of the loudmouthed, demanding hockey parent whose belligerence can take the joy out of the game and drive their children away from the rink. Walter quietly nurtured and encouraged Wayne from humble beginnings to the pinnacle of the sport. And the father's humility and decency are apparent in the son, who always remained personally grounded despite reaching dizzying heights of professional success. Wayne said, We'd be a better world if there was more people like my dad. Pressbox Shatter joins all of Canada in expressing condolences to the Gretzky family on their loss.